bitch, I'm a cow. Hello everyone and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai, and joining me tonight, I have everybody. I have our czar of source material, John. What? <laughs> We're recording? Our, yeah, what? 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 Uh, Man. Our, our poser extraordinaire, Nutai. Oh, wait, should, I, should, I should really hit that record button. Wait, one second. <laughs> Stop! God damn it! I will murder you. Yeah. <laughs> Giving John anxieties for four years straight. Yeah, right. And we have more chivalry of Shota's show throw. Wait, is my mic on? <laughs> Testing Hello? one, two, three. Oh, you're all. I can't hear you guys. Mind. You're all gonna shorten my <laughs> lifespan. Oh, we're gonna turn you gray. <sighs> It's like it's like that meme from Interstellar. This next maneuver is gonna cost un- cost us ten years. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> it is. But tonight we've gotten together to do another episode of our WTF. So we are going to be talking about whatever the hell we want to tonight. Um, and as always, or well, as of recently, uh, we're going to start with uh, some of our follower questions. If you want to ask us questions yourself and you're not already a part of our Discord server, definitely be sure to join down below. We have a a channel where you can literally ask us anything you want and it will be answered here on our WTFs uh, every month. Uh, So I picked three of the ones that were in there uh, for us to answer. And the first one I want to ask is from uh, ABZ55, who is also one of the... uh, he helps me out with our twitter page um and he asks do you have an anime series that means something to you on a personal level as in it has a bit more significance to you for instance an event in your life etc and why that particular series the answer is Um, no (laughs) (laughs) i am never inspired okay we're talking about this and we both are emotionless robots and we anime does not pierce our stone metallic <laughs> shells like all right so first of all i had a problem with this question because i was like anime doesn't inspire me and i don't connect to it on a personal level like i like yeah you only just do an anime podcast right listen i like anime i like entertainment but i don't look at an anime and go man turn my life around because of this show like yeah. dude there's none of that I'm not going to have like a life-changing epiphany. It's like, oh my god, those eyes were so perfectly round yeah. that I'm going to completely change my life in a completely different <laughs> or direction. Or there was a, like a show that was just captivated me so much that I bought all this merch and went down the rabbit. Like, no, dude. Like, and That's why, I guess, <laughs> just to answer the question, for me, it would be Bleach just because I can say that's what got me into anime. It was the first show, so I guess that is a level of significance. It has a bit more significance than the other shows. Even though I hated the ending, I still remember Bleach fondly as the anime that made me get into anime. So it's kind of a robotic answer, but <laughs> that's all I got. So you, but you wouldn't be here without it, so... Maybe, I don't know. It probably would have been Death Note after that or something, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> but still, it was your first. Yeah. I think there's something important about that. I mean, on the along the same lines, I'm going to say Digimon for my answer to this question. <laughs> okay, I really don't know what to choose for the answer. Just because I just have so many fond memories of it as a child. And, you know, I always go back, you know, I'm watching the remake now and it's still great. 
um yeah it was just such a great impact on my life you know life-changing forever for the worse <laughs> mostly for the worse yeah but it was great <laughs> wow uh, wow uh well i I have an ans- actual answer for this. And I mean, if you've been listening to the podcast for any length of time, you probably know what I'm going to say. Let me guess. Spice and Wolf. Oh, oh shit. I was it was guess. a Spice and Wolf. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> I thought I was going to guess. I, I swear um, to God, if you would have said Yuri and I. <laughs> no, I was going to say uh, Nasca of the Valley of the Wind. Because you never no, well, shut up. That was my first Because you never shut up about it. <laughs> I know, I never do because it's it's what got me here. But no, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Spice and Wolf. I mean, besides the fact that I absolutely love it, it's one of my favorite anime ever. It's one of those things that kind of came along at like the right time in my life because um, the the Spice and Wolf anime came out right as I was uh, I had finished high school and I was going into college and I was severely depressed at that time and I had actually kind of stepped away from anime for a while. It had been maybe about almost two years probably since I'd watched anime, anything anime uh, leading up to that. And I was really depressed. I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life. And um, I just one day started watching Spies and Wolf and it, it, it's the anime that got me back into anime and I absolutely mm. loved it. And I still love it to this day. And I can attest that I've spent several thousand dollars on merch for Spies and Wolf at this point. God, I wish I had. I wish I had a show like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it definitely got me out of my depression, or at least helped me out of my depression, um, and and kind of just like I say, got me back into anime. So for me, it was. I mean, there are two probably. One of them was Snafu, which I already had a drunk rant on it when we did our spoiler cast. So that was like, no need to repeat that. I'd um, also like to say that for for what you heard of his drunk rant, I heard a lot more. Oh, yeah. mm, we don't talk about that. <laughs> Ooh, that that was a long night, dude. I I remember passing out and then waking up the next morning and just reading text from Alex. Yeah, I di- disconnected you from the VC because you just didn't say anything for an hour. <laughs> you actually hung around for an hour? Damn, dude. I well. No, we I, hung I, around I, even for even more than that. But eventually, I just went to sleep. No, I'm saying. That- well, I heard I heard him crying and I wanted to stay with him. Well, what a Aww. good friend. Thank you. But yeah, uh, we talked about that. I talked about. You that thought that was enough. a long night for you, by the way. It was even longer Ooh. for me. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> Ooh. Anywho, um, so yeah, stuff was like a really nice waking up call for me, I suppose. Uh, but also Monogatari for a second there was like really important to me. Like both of them weren't like life changing or anything, but both of them like shown me examples of like got me to think about like myself and what type of person I want to be and something like that. Um, but yeah, specifically the character of Hanekawa in Mangatri was like a big, uh, was like, I don't know if inspiration, but like watching her arc was really, um, really, um, it was really something to behold for me. It was like a real moment, real moment of like just finishing that arc and sitting back and like, fuck, I need to think about some stuff. Um, <laughs> Maybe someday, maybe when we'll do our spoiler cast, maybe I'll go into it. But like, yeah, not something life changing, but just like, you know, just thinking about myself and changing a bit. I, that's a good answer. Mm. Um, I, you said about like, try to figure out who you want to be. Definitely something not. Like that, yeah. Definitely not Koyomi. Don't be like <laughs> Definitely. <Yale>. Definitely. 
Don't don't grope little girls, man. No no toothbrush action, thank you. No toothbrush on your sister. Man, I should uh, have answered though. The sexual awakening one. <laughs> I think that would have made better content <laughs> to be honest, but Yeah. Well, that's the next topic for our next episode. Let's go. There you go. (laughs) What anime gave you a sexual awakening, John? Oh, man. Inuyasha. (laughs) Fucking Kagome? Oh, my dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. I thought you were going to say something like like, um, fucking Beastars turned you into a furry or something. (laughs) No. Like, you you watch the first season of Beastars and you just start shopping for a fursuit. No. (laughs) That's gonna be the um the thing that turned me into a furry was a uh, SCP six six six. Oh God, is that the one? Excuse I don't remember me? which. I don't remember which SCP it is. The one that's like the uwu talk one. It's like a virus. I think it's six six six. It's it's a six hundred one. I know. Wait wait wait. Hold on. SCP three three one two. I want to. Is that is that it? I thought I know there's one that's in the six hundreds. It's also kind of like a, a furry creature. I don't. I don't remember. Listen, the SCP library is too large, and we'll talk about it later. Well, but. I'll get, I'll get, I'll get to that. <laughs> oh my god! Um, all right. So, the next question we have is from Orgit War ninety eight. He wants to know why do popular manga that have recently ended, or let's see, let me let me start that again. Why do popular manga that have <laughs> recently ended have either divisive or bad endings? For example, Attack on Titan or Demon Slayer. And so... if you've read these, what are your thoughts on them? I'm going to take off my headphones. You guys let me know in chat when I come <laughs> back. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right. So, honestly, I, I'm i just going to do it. I, I want to say before you say anything, there might be minor spoilers here. I'm not going to try to spoil anything. No, not, we're not going to not explicit spoilers at yeah, all. Yeah, like, I feel like a lot of popular manga that ended divisive or had bad endings is because a lot of people don't think how big their their show is going to go, you know, how, how big their mm. manga is going to grow. And they kind of write themselves into a corner. Like, you see that with a lot of different shows. Um, Hitman Reborn, for example, was just a gag manga, and that's why it's so silly in the beginning. But then when it hit got, caught traction and got popular, the manga was like, oh, I guess I actually have to write it? <laughs> I actually have to come up with a coherent ending. Yeah, and I, to I me, fe- I think it's just like go ahead. Uh, I just was gonna say, I feel like a lot of them. Same thing for like um, Food Wars. You know, like it got too big for its own britches. Uh, Demon Slayer, same thing. It got too big, and the manga go was like, oh shit, I don't know how to finish this, so I'm just gonna end it early. Well, I will say for Demon Slayer, there is a little bit. I do know one thing that could be a bit of a mitigating circumstance for. I do know that the manga, because Mother, I think it was, got really sick and the monica was like nah i just i need to end this so i can be with my my mother in her last days and that may may be it like i honestly don't know um i just know that in the creative process it's really hard to create something with a solid ending in mind while trying to craft the story to get to it you know hmm. um, did you <laughs> do you have something you I, to say sorry, i was that? looking up okay since I've uh, watched Bakuman, which is a really good show about writing manga, I clearly know everything about the manga industry. So oh as an God. expert on the manga industry, I will say <laughs> that I think that the structure of the industry itself might have to do with it because publishers pressure um, authors to publish chapters like on a weekly or monthly basis. So really all the 
like it's not really about the plot or how good the actual story is it's just like how much content can you pump out continue the story every week every month let's go let's go and eventually you run out of content and you're like well can't go anymore so we're just gonna end it randomly um so i think it's just like as opposed to like maybe novels where the whole thing is published at once and you have time to like when you reach the end you can go back to the beginning and be like oh this really doesn't make sense and you can like rewrite it to make more consistent and whatever um or like anime where they have like yeah they publish an episode every week but you know they produced it months in advance (laughs) yeah it's all like ahead of time there's a process they have it all outlined they're just doing the actual physical production every week, but like the outline is there. But whereas manga, it really is just like ad libbing every week or every month. So it's not surprising that a lot of manga will end badly because you just, there's no planning happening and they just run out of ideas. I think, yeah, there's some merits to both of the things you guys said. I think that there's not necessarily one answer as to why uh, endings of popular manga can be really divisive. I do think that especially manga that start out um, particularly small and then get big, like they get they get famous or you know get popular for whatever reason, I think that there's a lot of manga who don't realize you know, what they've done at the beginning has to actually flow through to the end. I also think that there's some writers who um, start writing a story, where whether it's a manga or a light novel or, or a regular novel, whatever it happens to be, and they don't actually think about the ending until they're, like, halfway through the story. And I'm like, as someone who likes to write myself, I almost always think of how I want a story to end before I even start writing it. That's true. And I think there's a lot of writers that don't do that anymore. I feel like just like the culture of manga publication is that just don't think about the end game. Just publish. Give me something. I need a chapter. Let's go. And then that's this is the kind of content you get, which is a shame because, yeah, like like you said, Attack on Titan, I really enjoyed that manga, but I don't enjoy the ending. And I guess I feel like what pressures manga uh, authors even more to end it quickly is, you know, the production of anime alongside, uh, which kind of makes them want to end it quickly and they don't really have a plan and then they just, like, pump out some random BS. A really really great and easy way to fix that is don't fucking license a manga for uh, an anime adaptation until it's fucking finished. Yeah, but the anime adaptation is there to pump up the sales of the manga, you know? It's kind of like... It shouldn't be that way. I'm, I know that's how it is, but that it shouldn't be that way. It's all about the money. It doesn't matter about the quality of the content. It's just what makes the buckarinis. I mean, you're right. Like with in Bleach, I remember towards the end, like Kubo Tite just kind of animated cells and had like completely black pages to emphasize like battle scenes, and it was just like, man, there used to be a lot more dialogue and action sequences. <laughs> Now it's all just kind of giant black panels everywhere. And then you're like, oh, huh. Awkward. Or you do like what they did with Food Wars and just instead of ending it, just end it on a cliffhanger because everyone likes that, right? And then release 10 chapters afterwards as a, um epilogue to appease the haters. <laughs> yeah, as, no, it's like saying, please don't burn my house down. <laughs> but, I mean, even in the manga process, like, yes, they have a weekly deadline and they... <laughs> Once you ink something, it's going to take a while to redraw everything, you know? Like, 
it's mm-hmm. a really tough process even with the digital editing that they do nowadays like it's still gonna take time to craft it but yeah i mean there, there i think there's several reasons but the you bring up a good point with this question like there's a lot of somewhat popular manga recently that have been ending that have really either bad or divisive endings and i think a lot of it just revolves around the perhaps the manga getting too big for the author's britches did Natai actually leave, by the way? Yeah, he, he did was. because he was he was petrified that you were going to spoil the it's ending. The way of Attack we on didn't Titan. talk about like anything about Attack on Titan. Yeah, like I wasn't going to spoil anything. Like if people want to finish, can watching someone it, bring him back? By the way, uh, you can try to get him back and see if he wants to add anything. <laughs> Hold on, I can't type because my keyboard's too loud. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. For like, God, Attack on Titan's ending, man. Fuck. I feel like Sad. because second, of how I thought that you guys are never gonna call me back. <laughs> oh, because well, we never I... really we didn't, we didn't spoil anything. Yeah. I don't know why you left. And we we were not trying to spoil anything. And I just wanted to end on a different note about Attack on Titan. Like, there's also the fact that long running series, since you garner mm-hmm. so many fans, so many people have expectations, and certain people have certain endings they want to see. You know, like yeah. maybe they want an all good ending where everything's forgiven. And everyone wins. Maybe they don't want that. Maybe they want mutual destruction, like in certain other shows honey, that you've watched. Honey, where where are the author polls of what the audience wants? <laughs> I don't care about the best best boy and best girl polls. I want the how should I end this though? How should I end this uh, manga? This way or that way? That would be nice because I would vote for a particular ending. <laughs> that's something. That's something else to keep in mind, though. Like. As if you start out with a small like fan base, especially if you start writing a manga for a specific audience, but your manga becomes popular and you have like a more generalized audience, you're obviously not going to be able to please everyone, however you end it. But then sometimes you have legendary endings like Code Geass, which everyone loves. So yeah, yeah, because that only two. has Code Geass. Code Geass only has two seasons, you know. Exactly. Obviously, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Listen, I don't, I don't want authors to pull audiences either, because honestly, I'm here because the author did something somewhere right, and I, I'm here for that. Like they're the creative genius behind this show or this manga. Like they need to finish it themselves. Don't listen to the fucking yeah. audience. Like. Enjoy writing what you write and end it how you want to end it. Don't fucking go, well, everyone's been expecting me to have this guy get redeemed at the end, so I'll do that. Like, no, that's a cheap cop-out. Don't fucking listen to the fans. I don't care how many crying babies you have on the forums who are like, eh, this is not what I envisioned when I started this 10 years ago. Like, shut the fuck up, dude. You don't write this manga, okay? I'm, I'm, that sounded exactly <laughs> like Filthy Frank. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> listen, that's my alternate uh, persona right there, but... I just, I, I have a problem. Too much with, time in the rice fields. Yeah, welcome to the rice fields, mother. Eddie, anyway, I just have a problem with a bunch of toxic fans demanding change for this and that. Like, I get that sometimes authors. Oh, you creators, mean like the fans that are making their own ending to Attack on Titan? Yeah, like. Oh, really? Is that God. a thing? Oh, yeah, it's already been published. Uh, no, thank you. Um, I get it. I get. I hate it when people end things how I don't like it, right? But. At the same time, I didn't create this. This is not my IP. Mm. And if this is what the author envisioned, then so be it. Like, it's going to leave a sour taste in my mouth, but I'm not going to hate the content that I was given for the past 10 years because of it. Like, we all got to grow up Mm. and understand that sometimes people change. Sometimes there's endings we don't like. Like, fucking get over it, dude. There's there's a million mangas out there, man. (laughs) Stop getting hung up over one. God. 
fucking yeah. babies. Yeah. Sidebar. Remember that one time where people online were mad because they didn't use a specific track in an episode of the new Attack on Titan season? <sighs> yeah, fucking toxic dumbasses. Fucking toxic fan bases. Like, ugh, man. Anyway. We have spent too long yeah. just ripping on yeah, this Yeah, we've topic. wasted. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, the last question uh, comes from Sunsud. He wants to know, who is your best girl from all the Corderes? That being Sundere, Kudere, Yandere, and Dandere. All right. So I had to write this down because I couldn't remember all of them. <laughs> because, again, anime Same. means nothing to me, and I don't think about this ever. So <laughs> uh, for Sundere, Christina. <laughs> favorite Sundari. I I just finished Say watching banana. it. <laughs> Fucking the gooey banana. Anyway, I just finished watching uh Steins Gate, so I I, I like Christina. <laughs> I can I can see why everyone loves Kurise so much. Like that's all I'm gonna say about that. Um, Kudere. I liked Christine until she got with the main character, and then I'm like, I don't like you anymore. Oh <laughs> wow! How dare you? <laughs> uh, for Kudere, I'm gonna have to go with Mikasa Ackerman. Just because I, I mm. again, I don't really know very many Kuderis. I was thinking like uh, Ray from Ava, but I was like, yeah, I don't really like Ray that much anyway. Or uh, Yuki Nagato from uh, Haruhi. Then again, I was like, I also don't really like her. But I, I like Mikasa a lot. Wow. <laughs> I like her character. It's a shame what they did to her character, but I liked her uh, the the promise of her character, character. <laughs> the promise of Mikasa's character. That's that's what I like. And uh, for Yandere, <laughs> I only know one Yandere. Uh, it's Yuno Gasai, and I'm not gonna pick Yuno Gasai because she's not. Wait, how do you only know one Yandere? I don't watch a lot of shows with Yandere. It's like, what can I say? Weak. Listen, listen. I'm gonna say Rollo, Rollo Lamperouge from Code Geass because best boy Rollo. I remember my first <laughs> time watching Code Geass. I hated Rollo with a passion, right? And then on my second watch through, I was a lot more empathetic towards him, and I understood everything. And I was like, ah, poor baby. Poor baby Rollo. Like, oh. oh Listen. Code Geass is really good, guys. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, it's, it's a two-season-long anime that's really good. Yeah, because like, cause of what Rollo does the first time I watched it, I couldn't forgive him. But then after like understanding his character and being more empathetic, I just was like, oh, man. Hmm. Poor baby. Poor baby. <laughs> and uh, for the last one, Dan Dere. Uh, it's going to be Saoko Koronuma from uh, Kimi no Todake, from Me to You, I think it's the English translation. First of all, I think so, yeah. best slice of, slice of life romance, like Fua Fua type of anime. Like, if you like shoujo manga, man, Kimi ni Todoke from Me to You, best. Like, top top five of my favorite shoujo manga. And I fucking love Saoko. She's so sweet. Ugh. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I need to do a shoujo episode <laughs> where I just talk about shoujo manga and like how good everything is. All right, Natai, who are your four? For my list, sure. Um, these aren't my definitive definitive favorites. It's just like Google showed me what which characters fit which <laughs> definition. So I was like, <laughs> sure, that works. Um, uh, where is my... Oh, there we go. So for Tsundere is Eren and Nakiri because, of course, from Food Wars. Um Let's say, let's say when I first watched that that first season, she left quite the impression on me. Enough said. Yeah, she's a blonde bombshell, dude. Oh my god. Yeah, I know. She let's is say the queen. Yeah, on her yeah, throne. she <laughs> the only queen. And we are all just peasants. 
<laughs> I was about to say, if I was Alex, I would say I would like her to stomp on me, but then Alex yes. just said it. So, you know, I don't need to say anything. <laughs> um, I want to lick her feet. Oh, <laughs> my God. Thank you all out there for dropping in. <laughs> <laughs> my pick for Kudere would be Hitagi from Monogatari, which also, like, at first I thought also she's a tsundere, but I guess as the show goes on, she becomes a Kudere. Certainly in the last couple of arcs, she's definitely Yeah, for sure, dude, for sure. I mean, especially the last arc of uh, Owari. She, her character is great in that. That that moment where she looks at, at Koyomi and she's like, call me by my first name. <laughs> and I'm like, Ooh. oh, oh, God. My heart. Um. So, yeah, I lo- love her. And... Um, Dunder would be Kotomi from Clanad. She's the only... No, she is the best girl in that show. Um, aside from her violin playing, that's, she's, she's great. Aside from that, she's perfect. And I really enjoyed her like dynamic with the group. And for Yandere is Anna from Shimonetta. And <laughs> I don't know if I should like specify, but uh, let's just say <laughs> cookies. Yeah. Cookie. <laughs> She's um, into cookies. I hate it. No, 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 no. I hate all No, of but this. for real, she's a, she's, she's a great yandere. Mm. I don't think she'd kill you, though. Well, maybe death I by mean, snoo-snoo. You she, could die. Yeah, she'd squish you with her thighs. Yeah. Death by snoo-snoo. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, you, you, could, you could die from loss of breath, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Those she just wants to sit mighty, on your face. Mighty, mighty. Mm. All right, show what you got. <laughs> Uh, so since Nitai already picked Arena, I'm gonna go with Colin from Code Geass from For oh. My Sundere. Okay. Uh, cause she's a boss ass bitch, and we love a woman in power and control. Best hairstyle. Uh, yeah. I, I love Colin. She's like, I'm a queen. Um, for my Kudere, I, w- I also went with Mikasa from Attack on Titan. Uh, even though John also chose her, there is no other replacement because because <laughs> the, the other Kuderis are kind of trash, right? I I girl, I don't even know all these Dairies, so I just picked the first one that came to mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, she's not that great later on, but she's great in the like first season and the second yeah. season, and then in we the just forget season. about her for the rest. Okay, just just don't oh. think about the rest. Um, for my yandere, I chose Rize from Tokyo Ghoul because who doesn't love a librarian in the streets and a cannibal in the sheets? I mean, what <laughs> more could you ask for from a woman? That's a good pick. <laughs> I yeah, just love good. just I just love Rize. She's just so evil. I just love her so much. Um, and for my yandere. <laughs> I chose Tomoko from Watamote. <laughs> I don't know if that's a Dondere, but we're going to just pretend that's a Dondere. Um, because she is me and I am her, and we relate on a spiritual level. So, yeah. What? All I right. just realized well, I would... Violet Evergarden is a Kudere, and I didn't even think about it. Oh, shit. Wow, that's a yeah. good. Well, pick. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad you finally realized that because that's exactly who I picked for my. Oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> so thank you, thank you for saying who my kudere was. Um, yeah, so my list, obviously, putting the car before the horse. There, I pick uh, Violet Evergarden for my kudere. Just, just everything about her is 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 perfect. Um, 
Um, for my Sundere, I this was a toss-up for me between either Hitagi, especially early Monogatari Hitagi, or uh, Bidi Bidi, aka uh, Mikoto Misaka from Raildex. I think I'm since you already picked um, Hitagi for your Kudere, I'm gonna go with Misaka uh, Railgun from Raildex. I uh, feel like she's more of a Sundere man. I don't know. That's what I said. <laughs> I thought you said for Kudere. No, no, he p- Natai picked Hitagi for his Kudere. Oh, okay. And I was going to pick Hitagi for her Sundere. N- You'll see, the beginning all of these words mean nothing. Oh, <laughs> see, this is so confusing, man. I know. But anyway, I'm going to pick I'm going to pick Misaka from from uh, Rail Dex for my uh my Sundere. For my Yandere, oh, um I ge- I genuinely don't know cuz there's very that few bitch Yandere from characters. school days. <laughs> Your favorite no. anime. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. No, there's very like like a lot like John. I don't typically watch a lot of anime that have yandere characters, but I think if I have to choose, I, I mean I know you know Gasai, but that just seems too easy. Um, you don't even like might... your diary. <laughs> I mean, it's all right. I don't uh, hate it with passion. But um, if I had to choose one, I guess I'll go with uh, Yukako from JoJo's Part Four. Okay. Um, and then what's left? Dandere? Yeah. That's that's the easiest one. Yuki Nagato from Hari Suzumiya. Isn't she a who? Kudare? Yeah. No, she's a Dandere. Really? Dude, they're too similar. I don't know. Where's the Genki Genki? Yeah, that where's the dead Genki? Dead. Where's the, the fucking... Yeah, uh, that's the best Dere. Like, I don't know what yeah. all these Dere's are, girl. Also, the, the one with the eye Genki patch. What, what type of, like... What what dare is that with the eye patch? Chunibio. Uh, Chunibio. Why isn't that a dare? Chunibio I dare. Mean, there you go. I guess it could Chuni be. Chunidere. Chunidere. <laughs> We've got. I mean, too my deep. favorite, my favorite type of dare is the uh, hiyakasu dare, which is the sometimes called the teasing dare. Oh, now everything my makes sense. Nagataro, holo. Um, yeah. I hate all of this. Uh, but anyway, uh, thank you uh, to the people whose questions we chose. Thank you for asking these questions. Uh, as I said in the beginning, if you want to ask us questions yourself, join our Discord server. We have a channel there where you can ask us questions anytime you want. Now, let's actually talk about stuff. And uh, Natai, do the, do the thing. <laughs> Go on. All right. There's absolutely, well, I won't say there's absolutely nothing to add to the simp report, but there's not too much to add to the simp report this month. There's only two girls I donated to over the course of the month for a grand total of $15. Um, I donated $10 to Ayundarisu. She's now at the $40. And I donated an extra $5 to Sakura Miko. So she's up to $430. I now have a total of just over $1,000 with $1,002 US dollars. Girl, I see you donating to all these other girls. But your main homie show ain't got no donations. <laughs> Hello? Hose you ain't 2D, that's why. What is this? <laughs> That's because you ain't a 2D girl, that's why. Yeah, you're not a 2D wife. I could be whatever you want me to be. Just pay me, honey. <laughs> <laughs> well, All now right, that's I'm out in the open. I'm going to remember that shit. <laughs> anyway, um, so that's all I got for that. Um, 
and then the uh, one thing I did want to talk about. So, <laughs> speaking of Hololive and falling down a rabbit hole, I have recently fallen down another rabbit hole, as if like the four vibe of Marty Down isn't enough. Um, I I got linked to a story for an SCP recently, okay. and I read it, and I really liked it. What is and Alex? Then I What's spent- an SCP? Oh, so so for SCPs, so for those that don't know, SCP is like there's an SCP Foundation. SCP stands for Secure, Contain, Protect, and okay. I don't, I don't know the entire like genesis of how this came to be. I know it started on Four Chan, strangely enough. <laughs> I know the genesis, um, and you're right. It, it started on Four Chan as kind of like a creepy I know the I know the thing. first SCP is one seven three, freaking peanut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fucking peanut. Uh, it started off on 4chan as just kind of like people shit posting about creepy pastas, and it kind of just evolved from there. It's like a community based of creepy pasta log, and mm. it's actually super entertaining. There's some that are just like super creepy, like um, SCP. When you're saying creepy pasta, you mean a literal creepy pasta? I'm I'm really confused. <laughs> well, I mean, there might be an SCP for a literal creepy pasta. Do you not know what a creepy pasta is in the Thai? No, I actually don't. Okay, so have you ever read creepy stories on the internet before and it gets copy and pasted? It's creepy pasta. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, that's what creepypasta oh, refers to. Oh, I get like, it. Okay. Oh. Like um there's a bunch of SCPs that are super crazy, like SCP nineteen eighty three, the farmhouse. That one is fucking a great fucking yeah. read. I love that one. Um so what there's is some an SCP. So an SCP would oh shit I'm I'm stealing Alex's no thunder. go ahead go no go ahead go ahead because <laughs> I'm also super big into SCP I've been super big into it for a long time now because it's just there's some that are just super funny uh, SCPs are anomalies they could be something that is like foreign alien anomalous in nature it could be an idea it could be a thing a machine it could be organic inorganic interdimensional it's weird shit SCP is just weird shit. Uh, SCP-173, the sculpture. I, everyone in the community calls him Peanut because he looks like a peanut, except for his new redesign. <laughs> but uh, he's he's an SCP that's fuck? like this, like a ninety kilogram statue that if you look at him and turn around, he comes up behind you and snaps your neck. <laughs> what? With, yeah. Wait. Oh, okay. I, in my mind, I was picturing a a bust, and I'm like, a bust doesn't have arms, but he's a full full body. Yeah, he's like a full body uh, statue, and it's very similar to like the Weeping Angels, where when you don't look at them, they creep up behind you. But instead of stealing your life force like the Weeping Angels do, SCP One Seven Three just kills you, and it will get through like it will just bust through anything to come and snap your neck for looking at it. So Slenderman, kind of Slenderman's a different thing, but um, basically it could it, it ranges from super creepy things. Like the farmhouse, which is like there is this portal at this farmhouse where if you enter through the front door, you never come back out. And like it's just about going inside and like there's like three expeditions to go into the farmhouse and figure out what's on the other side. And it's actually super crazy. It's like a if you could make it into a movie, it would be great kind of deal. Like the farmhouse would do really great as a TV show, in my opinion, Uh, just like exploring that for 12 episodes. But. There's also super sounds f- like a crazy Eldritch horror story or something. Yeah, there's super honestly. crazy Eldritch story stuff, and then there's also super funny ones like a uh, patchwork bear, which is like <laughs> there's there's this bear. It's a patchwork bear, and it all it does is it it heals you, man. It heals your heart. You know, whatever you sew onto it, it heals your body, right? 
and then it has offshoots like the one where it goes and makes an abortion from this doctor and makes an abortion bear and <laughs> one that's made of like ears and it's just like it devolves from like it goes from super sweet to like super creepy and gross <laughs> and that's kind of how the, and the nature of scps like some of them are just super funny and like memes and then other than others are just like super crazy and like gives you goosebumps when you read it yeah, and like there's this whole lore that's developed around it, like the the SCP Foundation of a group of people that their entire like purpose is to help contain these anomalies. Yeah, and it's just it's really cool because like none of this is it's all a community project essentially. So there's no overarching goal or anything. It's just to help people like that want to write horror or even like comedy, just to come together and actually write stories. Yeah, and there's like a community-based well, cool. poll where when they add new SCPs, people poll on it and see how much they like it before we add it into the dictionary, I guess, the Wikipedia page. Catalog. Catalog. The archives. The archives, man. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, like SCP-053, uh, redacted. Yeah. <laughs> it was too real for me. There's a lot of like, um, they redact a lot of information and blackout stuff that you're not allowed to see. Just to kind of keep the like the facade, I guess, of like yeah. this I was, is top secret. Know, and I I fell down this rabbit hole a few weeks ago. I've spent hours reading these things over the last few weeks, and the more I read, the more I think like this would make an interesting anime, like just like an anime about an SP, the SCP Foundation and them trying to contain all of these different anomalies. Hmm. Like I'd watch the shit out of this. <laughs> yeah, like okay. It has a lot of makings of, like, a really good horror show. Like, um, oh, my God, I can't remember the guy on... There's a guy on YouTube that made uh, two brand new SCPs, and it's, like, a 10, 15-minute short, and they're super mm. fucking cool. Uh, I wish I knew it so I could link it. Um, I'll probably give it to Alex to link later, so that way mm. when we timestamp it, you guys can check it out. But, like, uh, I just... I'll give you a foray into it by giving you that link, Natai, so that way you'll see, like, this is kind of what SCP is. And, uh, also, sounds cool. show if you've yeah, never actually if you've never actually gotten into SCPs, like as someone who likes horror, I think you would really like it. I love horror, but I hate to read. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. That that YouTube video might be helpful. Yeah, how about an audiobook? I love audiobooks. <laughs> Please. Let's see. SCP. There's SCP Dollhouse and Overlord. Those are the two from um, Evan. Now everything makes sense. Yeah, so yeah, now now Overlord, now it makes sense why you like it. <laughs> Listen, Overlord's really good too, but Dollhouse and Overlord are really good um like shorts, like oh my god, Overlord's like a 30-minute video on YouTube. But Dollhouse is like Oh, a dude, send send it to me. I'm down. Sounds Yeah, sounds like, like a good it's time. Dude, I fucking love SCP. I spent I spend hours like into the night sometimes I'll just stay up and just keep reading because how they do the entries in the SCP wiki is like they have addendums where Maybe some people are running tests or there's a first encounter. And then they also have like uh, the MTF operators, which is the basically the paramilitary that the uh, foundation runs, the 06 council. And mm -hmm. there's a bunch of different operators. And there's some of them are super funny. Like, uh, I believe it's Tau Six, the immortals who are like they ate the body of an eldritch god and now they can revive forever. <laughs> so when they get killed, they just revive into a new clone. And it's super cool. Oh, man. There's so much. There's so much to unpack here, man. 
Uh, we need to move on though we spent too much i know i i will say i didn't know you were so into it john oh (laughs) dude i've I've been into it for a long time there's one thing i do want to ask (laughs) you though john um what one of the for those who may not know one of the things that there is an scp-001 but no one can actually know what it is there's a bunch of different proposals that have been made for it but no one can ever know what it is until it happens so and i have to know john which one do you think is the real zero zero one so the funny thing about scp-001 and and how they construct it is that it's all redacted information that we don't have access to but on the wiki page there are actually links hidden in some certain files that link you to other things that show you what it could be and it's kind of like a it's a solve it puzzle type of scp where it's more interactive it's super cool man i can't guys just go read the scp wiki and just fall down the rabbit hole with me (laughs) I can tell you. I can tell you which one I like the best as like a a um, like a nominee for SCP 001 and that's when day breaks. I love yeah, that. When that day story breaks. freaks me the fuck oh out. Oh my god! And we would never know. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> you like, won't know until it happens. Oh man. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I, that's another rabbit hole that I've fallen down recently that I'm sure will be great for my mental health. All right, and anything else, Alex? Uh, the only other thing I wanted to mention is that it was announced recently that Otakon, uh, the uh, big anime convention in Washington, D.C., has announced that they are going to be doing a convention as their convention as scheduled in August. I'm probably going to be there. Uh, I've already got a hotel room booked. I'm waiting for a couple things to come through before I book everything else. But um, uh, I know it's going to be toned down as to how it usually is. There's probably not going to be any international guest, but um, I'll probably talk about this again next month on our WTF when I know more about uh, what's going to be there and if number one, if or like more for, for first and foremost, if I'm actually going to be going. Okay, but I'm just excited cool, cool, about cool. that. Conventions are coming back. <laughs> Real We're life is coming normal. back. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Anyway, I, that's all I got, John. How how expensive was it to fix your computer? All right. First of all, <laughs> these computer prices are too damn high. Um, if no one knows, um, because of the shortages caused by the uh, vac- the the flu that shall not be named, uh, there's been shortages in a lot of areas in the world. Number one being like um, microchips and stuff. So GPUs have been skyrocketing like an, a well, thousand. Put the dollars. microchips in your vaccine, man. No, we're not talking about that. Oh my god! <laughs> but no. uh, like, for example, a thousand dollar GPU—they're selling for like two, three thousand dollars right now because no one can get them. Um, I recently had to rebuild my computer, and I got a new motherboard, a new case, and a new uh, processor because my old one. There wasn't anything wrong with it. I just wanted an upgrade. Uh, my DAC actually died for my headphones, and I. <laughs> I, it didn't fix it. My DAC just died, so I had to order a new one. But when I was at the store, Best Buy, Micro Center, what are those? That is a store. Electronics store. God, I don't <laughs> know why I couldn't remember what they're called. I was at the electronics store, and I was just looking at the prices of like M.2 uh, drives, which are like flash drives that look like RAM cards that go directly on your motherboard. And my God, they are expensive right now. And uh, I know RAM has always fluctuated in price. That They're kind of not that expensive right now, but just memory and stuff in general is kind of expensive. And on top of that, you've got rising prices for like uh, rare CPUs like and GPUs. And the only way you can really get them right now because of the shortage, if you don't want to buy from a scalper, is to buy them in like pre-built packages where you're overpaying by a couple hundred dollars. 
but that's still a lot less than the thousand or so more that you'd pay a scalper for. And mm. I was kind of just sad because I so I used to go to Fry's, Fry's Electronics. We used to have one here in uh, Washington, but it recently closed down in the last couple months. And I was kind of sad because now I only have Best Buy and we don't have any micro centers up here. And I just, uh, man, I hate it. <laughs> I went to Best Buy to go buy a SATA cable because I needed a flat to a flat SATA because I couldn't fit the flat to 90 degree SATA and they didn't have it. And I'm just like, oh, I had to buy it online. But then I hate buying things online because it takes like a day or two to get to me and I need things now. I'm kind of an impatient guy. So I love going to the store and I'll pay the store prices where it's like 15, 30, even $50 more just so I can get it the same fucking day because I'm going to overnight that bitch anyway for an extra 50 to $75. See, you don't even know how good you have it. I can't even imagine, like, living a life where I can order something online and it arrives the same day. Oh, man. That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen ever. Uh, a missile. <laughs> Stop. If only, if only it was because of that, Alex. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I Idiot. bet you could get that same day delivery. Har, har, yeah, har. But... Oh, but, but plenty of them. <laughs> yeah, Biden bulk, man. <laughs> buy buy in bulk but yeah but yeah yeah i recently just rebuilt my computer just to get the new case and all that stuff because my old case was an extra big case because i had an extended microboard or uh, motherboard and uh now my case is smaller a lot brighter it's rgb everything now so it's like just a cascade of rainbows in my face and i kind of hate it <laughs> i hate how everything <laughs> turned into rgb why is that a thing gamers why did you decide this is what defines us rgb everything Fuck is because wrong with you. Because you can't spell gamers without gay. So you've got to be RGB rainbow. Support the LGBT, honey. You're right. And it's Pride Month. By the time this goes <laughs> up, it's it'll be Pride Month, probably. I don't know when this is going to go up, Yeah, well, for sure. Um, but it comes up winter 2022. I say, I say that with my like RGB lighting on my keyboard, mouse, GPU, motherboard, oh fans, RGB strips. Like <laughs> I'm just surrounded by rainbows, and I'm just talking about how it's stupid. <laughs> Dude, how have come you never sent pictures? Oh, I didn't know you guys cared. It's been a while since I had to rebuild my computer. Uh, it took me send him pics in the DMs, baby. Oh, Slide into them DMs. And uh, that—that's all I really did this last about this last weekend. Me and my buddy, we used to build computers a lot, like back in the day when I didn't know how to upgrade a computer and stuff. And we took our sweet time and just got drunk and had to like classic oh man we need this piece that we don't have so we got to go to the store <laughs> making fucking multiple trips to the goddamn store to get screws or cables it's the best it's fun fun times it's really a shame that like ram prices fluctuate so much considering like you know people think of her different things in season one they don't like her so much as a waifu but then in season two she comes out like everyone's like yeah ram's oh great i love her get out of here <laughs> Wow, <laughs> I was really, I was really confused there for a second where you were going with this. <laughs> and I just right. realized you're making a shitty joke. Oh, the other thing I've been really into is uh, so there's this YouTube channel called Jim Can't Swim Criminal Psychology or JCS Criminal Psychology. But the the channel is originally called Jim Can't Swim, where he basically like goes over cases from um, people and does like criminal psychology analysis on like how they pretend to be crazy or how they stick to these tactics and how detectives use tactics and stuff. And I swear I'm not watching it because I'm planning a murder. <laughs> FBI, you can quote me on no, that. No, no, not but... this. 
No, like each so each episode is about thirty to an hour. Sometimes they're even two hours long, and it's just super interesting to see like some crazy people come up with some strategies about how they're gonna get away with murder. And it's just interesting to watch because all it is is Jim, the guy YouTube channel guy. He's just narrating a little bit here and there, like maybe every five to ten minutes, he'll talk and say something. But generally, we're just watching the interviews of these people who are being convicted of something. Or even innocent people. Sometimes he shows it talks about innocent people, but it's just so I don't know what's so interesting about it to watch these real life killers. Maybe I'm turning into a murder mystery mom, Aww. like <laughs> my favorite You've murder made it. type of you shit. You made it, mods top of the world. We're gonna turn this podcast into a murder mystery podcast now. <laughs> Not Ooh. your mom's average podcast. So is this guy a criminal psychologist? I have no clue what his certifications are. Oh, uh, I just <laughs> like watching online. <laughs> he he could just be a guy online who's like super into watching criminal interviews and breaking down certain things. I would hope that he's a criminal psychologist because he seems pretty well versed in his knowledge. But Honey, yeah, it's, it's all scam. Maybe. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying it's entertaining to watch. Like, I love putting things on while I'm doing stuff, like working on the podcast, for example. So, because this person creates content that's like, literally, this could be like a fucking Netflix series or something. And I'll just like pop it on, watch it, and just work on stuff. And I love it. Honestly, I don't know if you've watched it, John, but on Netflix there is Mindhunter, which is pretty much like about how the FBI sort of came to realize there's a thing that is like serial killers and how they built profiles around these people. Um, kind of reminded me of that. that. That's like, there's two seasons of that. It's what you're describing, sort of. But more like dramatized. It's really fucking good. Um, in case oh, anyone I know about, was looking I know for about something the like show. that, yeah, like uh, it's really good because serial killers have a different type of mentality. Like they yeah. lack certain aspects in their life, and then there's like differences between like a social or a, not a sociopath and a psychopath and a serial killer mm-hmm. and like certain tells. And it's all very interesting. The human psychology is very interesting. It's really and fascinating. With Jim can't yeah. swims like um, videos. Like it shows you how. A lot of people who try to get away with murder, they come up with this. It could be a really good story and really convincing, but the fact is that they fabricated this, so it's going to be too rehearsed, or they're going to be not. They can't summon emotion at will, you know, where they need to. And like the techniques that detectives employ to wear you down and to do this and that, I'm just like, this is so interesting. This is a side of humanity that I I personally would never see other than these videos you know like i would never be hopefully i'd never have to be on the end of this but my only advice to (laughs) anyone who gets caught up and is trying is like gonna catch a case is to shut the fuck up and don't say nothing like (laughs) stitches get stitches no no i'm just saying the best (laughs) advice i can give you as a not your lawyer i am not a lawyer i'm not your lawyer i'm not a lawyer but my best advice to anyone who is being arrested is to shut the fuck up Okay, you need to shut the fuck up and lawyer up and don't say nothing. They're going to sit there and berate you for five hours straight saying, we know you did it. We have proved this and that. They're going to make up a bunch of fucking shit. Police can lie to you about this. Remember to shut the fuck up. Call your lawyer and shut the fuck up. That's all. I, that's all I got to say. <laughs> that's 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 Chris Rock's like number one <laughs> advice. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, like that's all I've really gleaned from this is that a lot of criminals need to learn to shut the fuck up. Dude, it's so true. Like, how many months ago was it? I think it was, like, last summer when, like, the 
the competitive scene of Smash Brothers, because of course, oh, uh, apparently came on with a shit ton of pedophiles, which is always great. And all of these people oh, yeah, left the, and right. The grooming. Or, yeah. Yeah, the grooming yeah, the grooming. that's involved and in like, Smash. And, and, and some of them would be just on Twitter would like confess about it. People like, what the fuck is wrong with them? Why would they just confess? Don't they know that they're not supposed to say anything? It's like I mean, fucking uh, obviously, of, but it's so funny. I mean, listen when, when you tell your kids when you when you ask your kids, do you want to smash? That's not what it means. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, no, so there's actually a reason for that, and it's because it's it's shame and guilt, shame and guilt because yeah. they got caught, and that's something that does weigh on people quite a lot. Like you would think that criminals, people who make bad decisions in life, are like hardened and would know to not do that, but everyone's human, and as long as you're mm-hmm. not a sociopath. You would be able to, you should feel shame and guilt over what you did. Like, my mom used to rare. tell me that. It's like, are you sorry about what you did? Or are you sorry you got caught? Yeah, like, and that, that's, that's you kind got of me there, thing. mom. Like a lot of sociopaths <laughs> won't be sorry that they did something, or even um, people who are disturbed. Like there is this guy who on Jim Can't Swim where he shows a documentary of this guy. He killed another guy in the dormer area in that in this town, and. He didn't feel anything about it. He just killed him. He had no plan. He had nothing. Like, he was like, why did you want to kill him? No reason. Like, do you feel bad? No. Like, what was your plan to get out of here? Oh, I was just going to hitchhike to Canada, but you caught me. And the guy is just, like, answering everything truthfully. He truly has no plan. And this man is, like, it's so crazy. He's criminally insane. they, They locked him up, and they found him not guilty of murder due to insanity because he felt no emotion over killing a guy. He had no plan. He had it was not premeditated. Mm. It was just I'm gonna go and kill someone today. Hey, I'm gonna go kill that guy, and it was just fucking creepy, man. Holy <laughs> shit! I thought you know, like because of because of TV and stuff, you think you know what a psychopath looks like or a sociopath looks like. Like you think, oh, serial killers, they're all like Dexter. It's like no, dude, they really are not. <laughs> a lot of them actually like fucking. What was that guy? The guy. Um, everyone was there was a Netflix series about him. Everyone was fawning over him. Ted Bundy? Ted Bundy. Yeah, like, Ted Bundy was a sociable guy. Like, everyone, no one would have thought he was a murderer, a serial killer at that. And it was yeah. just, it's eye-opening to, to see this side. And it's, it's scary, honestly. Like, how many psychopaths or serial killers do you interact with a day? Statistically, Probably it's like... Probably more than you think. Yoshikage <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's about it. That's about it for me, guys. All right. Natai? Doesn't it suck that a very, like, an artist you really adore and love their work just dies? And you're like, fuck, that's, that's a shame. Um, but I know exactly that, like, what you're talking about, Natai. So, so at least when, while we're recording this, this is like a week or so after it was announced that Kentaro Miura passed away, rest in peace. Um, and aside from, like, the shock that I felt at first, I was like... Damn, what a what a talented guy that just doesn't get to make even more incredible stuff and share it with the rest of the world. And what a it's like what a shame that he died so young. Um, must be really fucking hard for his family, obviously. But it's kind of it's it's one of the first times where someone like I, I guess like a celebrity, you could say, uh, or at least an artist I looked up to, uh, died or passed away, and I was like, fuck. It like it really hit hard. Like I think when uh, Chester of Linkin Park fame uh, committed suicide a few years ago, that was also a moment of shit. 
that's rough. Yeah. Um, the thing with Miura just it fucked me up. I'm not gonna lie. Like you know, because we always we made the joke, and it's not funny now. That, yeah, obviously. Uh, you know, yeah, he'll die before he finishes Berserk, and well, that turned out to be true. Um, but that fucked me up because you know, I half expected when I read that it's like this is a joke, right? Me too. Someone's just yeah. making a joke, and then I had to go. Before I before I told you guys before I did anything, I was like I had to go check this. Is this like a credible source that's saying that? And then I realized, oh shit, it's the publishers he works for. Mm-hmm. It's the publisher saying, yeah, he d- he passed away like twenty days ago or something like that. And yeah. Only now we're you know, can I, can I just to say so this is something that I maybe this is a Japanese or just an Asian thing, but like mm. actually waiting until like you know the family has had time to grieve and mourn and and you know i know right do whatever whether they're gonna go cremate or, or bury the bury the body uh like good on them i wish we would do more of that in the west yeah instead of yeah. just like the literally 30 minutes after it happens it's plastered all over facebook twitter or hell not YouTube even not and... even that because sometimes it could be like 60 seconds after it happens yeah, yeah. i remember like when um when Kobe died, I I found out like within 13 seconds of it happening, and I was just like, "What mm. the fuck is like that's super crazy?" And that's also like super sad. R.I.P. Black Mamba, but like, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's nuts. Yeah. Like we we pay so much attention here, at least here in the West, we pay so much attention to celebrities and all this big news, and we don't even think about like how everyone else feels. Like um, the people who actually knew them. Away. There was someone who passed away that was like best friends with someone and they didn't even know that their best friend passed away. They they were told of it by Twitter, like by people adding him, like, hey, what do you think about this happening? And he's Wait, like, dude, really? I don't even fucking Yeah, I don't I don't remember who it was, um, that passed huh. away where that happened, but I was just like, how insensitive is that? Like, you guys are on Twitter adding these other celebrities, like, that didn't even know that this happened. Like how fucking shitty would it be to find out that your one of your best friends fucking passed away and you didn't even know? Other people, strangers on the internet, are letting you know. That's fucking crazy, man. One of the most like extreme examples of that is again with the with the Mura story of him passing away is that immediately the moment it was announced, immediate people were like, "What's gonna happen to Berserk? What's gonna happen to Berserk?" And then like they were start they start to harass his like uh, editor about you're gonna have to finish it, you need to finish the story or yeah, something. Like, it's like you guys what's are pieces of you? shit. Like yeah, let let people grieve, man. Like I was gonna make a fucking shitty joke earlier about like oh Natai first time. Because I've had, like, there's plenty of artists, like, Japanese music artists that I like that have passed away. You know, like, um, Nujabi's oh, really? passed away in the car accident. Oh, that's right. Waka, that's right. And, you know, like, I've, I'm not new to this, but it, it's super shitty. And yeah, it's almost like the, the people that, that say that, they feel like they're owed content from these people even after death. Like, no, you're no, not. No, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. yeah. You weren't and, owed content from them even when they were alive. Yeah, and it just goes back to the whole, like, toxic fans and this and that. Yeah. Like, you know, it, I get that it's easy to be shitty online because you're anonymous. No one knows who you are, this and that. But act with decency. Act act like a goddamn yeah. human being, man. I also get it that it might come from, like, a place of passion. Like, obviously, like, for I think for all of us, Berserk was, like, is a really big deal. And it means a lot to us. And we really like it. And I get it. Maybe people take it to the extreme level of wanting to know what's going to happen to it, what's going to happen to it. Because again, millions of people love that manga for really good reasons. Um, but it's yeah. like, bro, just chill. 
Yeah. I mean, Give like, as I, I, I get it. I, I genuinely get it. Like, as a fan, I hope that he left notes behind because he stated publicly before that he already had a plan in mind for how to start wrapping the story up and move toward an ending. I yeah. hope he, he left notes behind and, you know... If nothing else, publish the notes. I mean, I don't have to have a manga ending. Just show us what he was thinking about, how how yeah. to end it. But I mean, do it on your own time. Like I, I can wait. I've waited this long for fucking Berserk to end. I can wait a few more months. And honestly, like even if they decide to try to publish it and finish it, I hope to God people don't take to Twitter and angry ranting. Oh, this sucked. Oh, this and that. Yeah. You guys ruined his vision. Like, shut the fuck up, dude. First yeah. of all, this man, this poor man has lost his life and his family is still in grieving. Like I recently, I guess not recently, I lost someone close to me two years ago and I'm still in grief about that. Like everyone moves on at different speeds, man. And it's just so insensitive to demand content from people. Like, yeah, like earlier this year, Jacksepticeye's dad died. And people were yeah. asking him, where's the next video? Like his fucking dad died, dude. And he that, took that a month off. off. Like yeah. only a month. Yeah, he took a whole month off to grieve for his fucking father dying. And people were like, oh, it's been a month. Jack's up the guy. Why don't you give us? Like, shut the fuck up, you little 14-year-olds. I that, hope that to God. Me. I pray like, to God that you don't lose someone close to you. And yeah, other, sure. other people are as insensitive as you are being right now. Like That, it, that pisses <sighs> me off because, like, something – I mean, I love VTubers, as you guys know. And, like – so many of them apologize profusely and like beg people not to like unsubscribe from them or whatever, just because they take two or three days off because they're stressed out and they need a few days off. Like I get it. I get it. That's and terrifying. hell, if someone dies, that's close to you, take as much time as you fucking obviously. Need. I don't know why people don't see it. Something obvious. I really I remember don't understand like when Corona broke her goddamn foot doing that routine when they did one of the three day debut things a couple of months ago. And she was, like, so sorry about missing two days because she had to go to the doctors for a broken fucking foot. Yeah. Jesus and she's had Christ. really bad, like, re- recently she's had really bad sore throats and she finally went to the to the hospital to get, it, to get it looked at. And, like, she had to take, I think it was, like, three days off. And even when she came back, her throat was still, like, she had a really raspy Ooh. voice and she could barely talk. And people were giving her shit for it. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's just so sad, man. It's so sad. It's so depressing. And it's like what you said about when we talk about what's next, what's going to happen to the manga. What's like I'm sort of like it, it, it kind of makes me a bit depressed is what if people focus so much on what could have been instead of the fucking legacy this legend left behind? I mean, yeah. yeah. Again, remember what it did, what like his work that it did publish, because it, it's amazing. It's there and you can appreciate it all you want. Like, I don't know why people yeah. will seem to focus on like what never got made. Like really? Yeah. Yeah, I, exactly. Ugh, is the best thing I can say about that. Too. <laughs> uh, I do. I do hate to cut this off, but me, I yeah, I, we've I, been I running for a long soon, time. So I want to get to yeah. show before we end the show. Okay. Um, I'll go as quick as I can. <laughs> so I want to talk about this movie that me and my sister watched recently called um, "Promising Young Woman." which is a 2020 American live-action movie, so no anime for all you weebs out there. I'm so sorry. Um, it's, Why is she it's so a, promising? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know if I said that, but it's a it's an award-winning um, movie, and I can tell why, because it's really good. And I'm the kind of person that does not watch a lot of live-action. L- listen, 2D only, but this was really good, and I really enjoyed this, so I highly recommend it. 
Um, so the basic premise of the movie is that there's this girl who goes to clubs and pretends to be blackout drunk and then lets guys pick her up, bring her back to their place, and then when they attempt to rape her, she what? snaps back to being completely sober because she was never drunk in the first place. And it's a revenge story. And from that premise, it goes much, much deeper and the actual plot um, uh, devolves into a, something much bigger. Uh, but yeah, it was like really, it's really dark, obviously, because we're talking about a very uh, uh, sensitive topic. But surprisingly, it manages to pull off uh, comedy really well. Um, and it balances between that comedy and those dark, sensitive topics really, really well. Um, honestly, it was... I just... I would definitely highly recommend this. It was a... It was definitely award-winning for a reason. It was just surprising because, like, you think of those, like, feminist uh, chick flicks, and they're always so horrible. They're always so, like, cliche, like written by people who don't know what they're talking about and they're so like the worst jokes ever but like this one um it's directed by a female director and the all the jokes and all the criticisms are very um on point and on when i finished watching it i was like it's 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 very dark and it's very impactful and i was just like thinking about all the stuff that happened and then i was looking up reviews of it and the reviewer was saying that the title promising young woman is a reference to a rape case in 2015 of brock turner where he literally raped this girl who was blackout drunk um and got literally caught in the act like physically and, doing yeah. it by, I remember this. Yeah, he by caught, like, like wait, behind wait, a wait, dumpster. What? He physically yeah, he got, got caught. Physically a witnessed. There was physical yeah. witnesses. And he got caught they let in him the fucking, act. They let him his case slide because he was a promising young man, and it, it yeah. pisses me off to no end. Wait, and actually, I'm so glad. Yeah, yes. and he got yeah when he got six happen? months of jail for that because his dad is a fucking richy fuck? rich piece of shit. And he, this kid is attending like Harvard or some fucking Ivy League school. He didn't, and Ugh. the case was he's such a promising young man in his field that he shouldn't be slapped for this for a 10-minute mistake. I'm like, that girl is going to be scarred for the rest of her fucking life. This piece of shit, like his face is being, has been plastered all over the internet. And it's being used in criminal case studies now. And like, I hope to God he dies Fuck of, that in a guy. very shallow grave. But like, it's, man, it's depressing. To say the least, and I will say that this movie doesn't use that inspiration lightly. It's a, it handles the uh, the sensitive topics really well. So if you're into something a little deeper and a little uh, along those lines, I would definitely highly recommend this movie. It is a, one of this is definitely a very memorable, very standout film. I like how the WTFs are becoming like a movie recommendation episode for you. Like you've done that <laughs> in the last three episodes. Girl. I wanna, I wanna like move away from the two D, move into the three D, you know. Lead a normie life. Get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, totally. Normies go. In the words of, in the words of reason, normies go away. <laughs> yeah, that's it. 
Nice. We have something else written here. Ugh, fine. Okay. Nicki Minaj re-released her mixtape, Beat Me Up Scotty, which was originally released 12 years ago, 2009, which I listened to when I was... No, never mind. I wasn't born then. I was... I listened to In My Mother's Womb (laughs) (laughs) before I was born because it was the fucking fire shit on the block and now she re-released it and it's still fire and she added five new tracks and i'm just i just love i love that nikki's still here love that she's still putting out shit honey queen of rap queen of music nick minaj oh lord (laughs) nice oh lord (laughs) first of all doja cat supremacy Second wow. of all, oh please, dude, Doja, Doja Cat is a cow. Doja step aside. I mean, I love Doja, Doja but she ain't no Nikki. <laughs> I'm glad Alex time. enjoyed that. What do you mean? What does that even mean? Oh man. Anyway, Bitch, I'm a cow. <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> silly, silly oh, me, I guess, God. for reading this and thinking maybe he got into Star Trek. I don't know. Yeah, I knew. Uh, yeah, I me knew too. I was like, wait, is it I knew. I knew when I put it in there that you'd think that it was a Star Trek. So then I, I tried to flip the script on you, honey. Honey, she's never getting <laughs> into Star Trek. You subverted him, my expectations better than Ryan Johnson. Good job. Uh, <sighs> you'll see. Next LTF doc, we'll see. Show just writes uh, Chun Li. And we're like, oh, he's getting to Strictly. <laughs> no, it's a new Nicki Minaj song. Nice. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Ugh. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we could go ahead and end it there. Thank you all for dropping in to listen to us. <laughs> Check the description below to find links to Anime Club, After Dark, on Twitch, on social media, and on Discord. You can also join Discord if you want to ask us questions that can be featured here in our WTFs. Check out our merch store and our affiliate links as well. Any purchases you make there do really help us out. With that, I have been your host, Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, everybody. Oh, what well, I supposed to say? <laughs> well, don't all speak out <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this recording went over an hour. I've checked out already. <laughs> like, Jesus. <laughs>